0: Welcome to the Healing Circle Podcast, where we talk about everything mental health, faith, and relationships. Though this show is hosted by a licensed therapist, that's me, Kobe, I am not your therapist. These amazing conversations are meant to provide psychoeducation and start some good conversation, but they're not meant to be a substitute for real therapy services. We're excited to learn, grow, and talk with you guys. So let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, it's Kobe and welcome to the Healing Circle Podcast. If you have been listening to us for a while, this is season four, you're probably used to my husband jumping in. Kyle saying something funny or witty, and then we get started with the podcast. So this season, it's going to be just me. Kyle got better things to do. I want to talk to you guys. You guys are my new co host So this season is going to be a little bit different because essentially you guys are going to be giving me your questions, your situations, and I'm going to be speaking into them. I don't always have the resources to provide therapy for everybody, but I can use some of my therapeutic information and share it with you guys. Reminder, this is not therapy. Please, I beg. This is not therapy. Do not go around telling tell people Kobe's my therapist. I can be your friend, but I'm not your therapist. Today, we are going to get started with something we've never done before, but something we'll be doing moving forward, which is the Dear Kobe segment. So our first person on a Dear Kobe segment is anonymous, because everyone's anonymous. But let's listen to what she has to say. Dear Kobe. I want to know, could there be possibly a, um everything was fine, I got married, and me emotionally changed, my joy, my happiness changed, and got a new job. I feel like I got everything I wanted and I asked for, and that is when I started experiencing mental health issues, and I don't understand why. Mm. Okay, so that may have been hard for some of you guys to hear, but essentially this listener and this person who submitted this voicemail said that they were fine life was fine, they got married, and they have a great job, they moved, and all of a sudden it feels like after they got everything that they wanted, they started to have mental health issues and they noticed an emotional shift in their lives. I wish that we got to hold on to the truth that oftentimes getting what we want will expose the true state of our heart just as much as getting, not getting what we want, right? So there are two states of of kind of existence that really expose our heart's posture and our heart's health. That's a better way to put it, our heart's health. When other people have what we want and when we get what we want, right? When we get what we want. Sometimes we don't realize that we've spent our entire lives pursuing things, looking to get things, seeking to achieve, working and striving, that when we actually get to the top, the proverbial top, we don't know how to exist there. Because our anxiety and our depression was being worked out and distracted from through our efforts of making it. But then when we actually make it, We don't have anything to silence the emotional burdens that we have. And I say that because a lot of the clients who come to see me, that's where they are. I'm a trauma therapist, but people don't always come in to see me because they're like, I have heavy trauma. Some people do. But some people just come in because they're like, something's wrong and I don't know what and I don't know why. Something's wrong and I don't know what to do about it. This is probably one of the most common experiences I see in women. Like, I've worked hard, I've gotten this job, I got married, I had the kid, I did all the things, and for whatever reason, I just, I'm not happy, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, and the challenge I often give them is, are you just becoming aware of this, or is this something that just started, right? And then we talk about physical symptoms, like when you're not working, when you have a day off, how do you act, how do you feel? I feel really antsy. I feel like I need to get something done. I usually go into work anyways or I'll get started on another project and I'll be like, "Mm, okay, that might be a sign of anxiety or I struggle to get up and take a shower. We have so much shame attached to the very real hygiene issues that are connected to very intense mental and emotional pain and we shouldn't. Why would someone who is super depressed want to get up and take a shower like that's the last thing on your mind when you feel hopeless <laughs> that's the last thing on your mind when you feel sad when you feel depressed when you feel like nothing in your life is worth celebrating or, or finding joy in right so that I think that when we get what we want it often shows us whether we've been seeking that thing out of love joy creativity or whether we've been seeking that thing out of fear, shame, and avoidance. And oftentimes, and that's not to shame anybody, not to shame this listener, but I think it's an opportunity. I think getting everything that you want is an opportunity to heal because there's nowhere else to turn to put your energy but to yourself. And sometimes that's kind of how God sets it up. It's kind of like, I'm going to give you everything you want, sure. But when you get everything you want, that'll be like, moment that you realize that you actually need to work on yourself as hard as you worked on getting all this other stuff right also this could be a possibility because this is not the only answer there's so many different answers to this question that she posed um because we're all different we're all different and so there's so much nuance in each of our stories but also transitions can be traumatic Transitions will cry require grief because they also include loss. Transitions require grief because they also include loss. When you gain another person in your life and marriage, you also lose things. Like you lose the sense of complete control over your life. For some people, your finances, for some people, your time, your energy. When you become a parent right you lose trust me you lose all all ability to sleep in to not wake up to screams <laughs> right there's there's a beautiful gain in the situation but there's also a loss and i think society is so avoidant of the idea of grieving so avoidant of the idea of of acknowledging that something was lost In the midst of celebrating, I think that is what gives us opportunity to really lean into sustainable joy when we know that we've acknowledged what we've lost and that we've come to terms with it, come to peace with it, and accepted it. But many of us haven't had the opportunity to accept that I'm married. I love this. I love this person. Also, I miss waking up and the room looking the way I want to. I miss cleaning the kitchen and nobody else puts a bowl in the sink when I'm done. I miss watching what I wanna watch. I miss just having my own space and being alone for extended amounts of time. That's normal. That's a normal thing. And so I would consider to you listener, One, have you grieved the transition? Because it seems like there's been a lot of transition. You mentioned a job. You mentioned your location. You mentioned marriage. And I think that those could all be opportunities to grieve because there's loss included, even in the things that we gain. Also, a question I would ask myself, if I were you, I would say, what do I feel like I'm missing in here like internally it's really easy to be like well if I had a nanny if I had a cleaning person if I had trust me have been there right what am I missing in here am I missing a sense of safety am I missing a sense of peace am I missing a sense of freedom what am I missing Notice what you're feeling in your body. Notice where that emotion comes up in your body. Oftentimes I feel it like right here or I'll feel it in my stomach or I'll feel it like in my toes or in my hands. Um, Often I clench my hands. We all have different physical manifestations of different emotions. So ask yourself that question. Notice what you're feeling in your body and then ask yourself, when is the last time I felt this? Write it down. And then... Before that, when's the last time I felt it before that moment and before that moment and before that moment? And oftentimes we'll find that the present emotions that we have right now are a reflection of the unprocessed emotions that we've been experiencing for so long. Like, I remember my therapist did this with me and I recognized some of my emotions I could trace back to like five or six years old. Like, your girl consistently went home with a stomach ache. I went, mommy, daddy, I have a tummy ache. Please come get me, right? I constantly went home with stomach ache because I constantly had anxiety. And I didn't realize it because I didn't have the emotional language, but I could notice a sensation. And when we can trace a sensation and connect that to the language, then we build this thing called emotional literacy which is a part of emotional intelligence. So that's kind of like a applicable thing that you guys can do on your own. Um, I would also say it's okay to not feel happy getting the things that everyone said would bring you joy. That's okay. It's okay if to everybody else, marriage is supposed to be a joy and exciting, and to you it just isn't or isn't yet. That is okay. There's a wide range of human experiences. I remember feeling so much shame because when I first became a mom, I hated it. I was like, what is this? I -mm. I did not sign up for this. I do not want this. I love being a mother now. But the more people pushed on me that I should be happy and grateful being a mom, the more I resented it. The more I was like, actually, no. And that's how the brain works. The brain is designed to find gaps. When we try to push someone in a specific uh, direction or push a specific um, view or perspective on them, their brain is automatically going to find the value in the opposing view. That's just how the brain works. When people started to empathize and say, yeah, motherhood's really hard. Motherhood's actually pretty different, difficult. Motherhood's actually pretty burdening. I then had the freedom because I felt accepted in the emotions I had at that moment. I then had the freedom to say, yeah, it is, but I love waking up in the morning and seeing him smile. I love taking him to the store. I love giving him a bath. I love A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Acceptance is the core of all change. And sometimes we forget that. Um, So to this listener, I would say, One, thank you for sharing with me and with us, knowing that this would be shared. Again, everything that anyone shares uh, on this podcast is completely anonymous, completely anonymous. So thank you. And I would also say it might be a good opportunity for you to do some self-exploration, to ask yourself some questions and some situations. Um, I have a little prompt that I am going to link in the show notes of a self-exploration prompt that you can do, that anyone can do anytime there's a transition in their life, anytime there's a specific moment that comes up that um, you're like, I don't know how to process this. It's like a really quick processing prompt and I will add that into the show notes. So a couple of announcements before we go. One this is my first time back with you guys and I know that I want to talk about trauma I want to speak but also you guys I am just a very silly happy goofy person and so I'm working on like I don't want the dear Kobe to be the only thing we talk about I kind of want I don't know I want I want like 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 the audio version of the funnies you know something that made me laugh um something that made me Excited, something that I'm loving, something that I'm loving. Let me tell you something. Colleen Hoover Colleen Hoover has me yoked up absolutely yoked up. I have read almost every single one of her books. I need you guys it, it's a lot do do not judge me, okay. It's a lot. Read Verity. I need you guys to read Verity. And then DM me and tell me, like, even if you haven't finished it, just start reading it. Colleen Hoover Verity. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. I'm just going to start sharing things that I love at the end of the episodes. And as it evolves, it evolves. Um, Verity, read it. Two, I have a mental health intensive that's coming up July 11th to the 13th. If you want to actually do the work with me, if you want to take time to work through your trauma, to ask me real questions about your situations, because I try my best not to give any advice over DMs, and I don't have enough space or hours in the day to be all of your therapist, this intensive is for you. This intensive is an opportunity for you to dig deep, to get the resources, And this is not a college course where you're gonna just be like getting all this information on trauma. You're actually going to be doing activities that help you process, gain insight into, and possibly resolve some of your trauma. I would love to have you there, y'all. It's going to be a good time. I intentionally made this. It's 397 and I made it this price on purpose because I thought about where I am in Charlotte and I, there are a lot more expensive places, but where I am in Charlotte, therapists can be between $150 and $200 a week. And when you're doing trauma therapy, you really do need to go weekly. And I was thinking to myself, how can I take the meat of some some of the things that are really helpful and give it to people in a way that they can experience it, write it down and reuse it so that they can get the insight and the information and the inspiration to start living now, even if they don't have the resources to dive all the way into weekly therapy or the time to do it. So if you want to experience transformation, I'm telling you, just I I like. I will not stop talking about it because I truly believe in it. Trust me, if you are like, I need a shift, I need a change. I know that seasons are changing in my life, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, relationally. If you're like, things are about to shift and I need the resources, or if you're like, I need things to shift, this is for you. So visit the show notes. Thank you guys for joining me today. Episode one, season four of The Healing Circle. I'll talk to you guys soon until the circle comes back around. Bye, y'all.